This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Business Made Simple, hosted by Donald Miller and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. Business Made Simple takes the mystery out of growing your business. Longtime listeners will know that Donald Miller's been on this show at least a couple times. There's a recent episode I want to point out, how to make money with your current products. Man, such an important lesson about leveraging what you've already done to get more from it. Listen to Business Made Simple wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz and my guest today is Mike Blumenthal. He's the co-founder and analyst at Near Media, where he researches and reports on reputation, reviews, and local search. Today, he also provides local consulting to a range of businesses, big and small, across the SMB and SaaS marketplaces. He's assisting a company called Air.cam, an online professional photographic marketplace to pivot to the local marketing space and helping them bring the power of photography to every business location in the US and Canada. So the reason I talk about air.com, Cam, I'm sorry, is that we are gonna talk about visual search, images in search. So Mike, welcome really back to the show. It's been a couple of times for you, at least. Thank you very much for having me. It's always a pleasure to speak with you, both personally and professionally. Oh, thanks so much. So. Let's talk, I mean, I'll give you the really big question that you could probably talk the rest of the show for, but, you know, are, you know, what's the growing importance of images in search? You know, what are all the factors that are leading us to talk about this thing? So Google just today announced that 40% of their audience, younger audiences, don't even come to Google search anymore because they prefer the visual nature of TikTok. Hmm. So Google has gotten this for a very long time, but search has become about entities more than keywords and in that google is streaming visuals of entities everywhere in the search results these days both yeah. in older search results and newer search results and images both drive search results and convert users so they play an ever-increasing role not just in the non-search world of social but particularly in the search world of google Google is emphasizing images more and more. I did an analysis of the pixels of a mobile screen on a small business focused keep search and 35% of the search results, 36% were image pixels versus 2017 when there was 0% of the search results for images on mobile. So they've moved very rapidly and very heavily into a visual stream of information as opposed to text. Now, I think for a long time, if I searched for something that was clearly a product, <clears throat> I was getting visuals in there. But I mean, are you suggesting that this is really even for things that are, you know, not quite as clearly defined as products? Yes. So if you break up, say, a mobile search result, ads at the top, let's say LSA ads, local service ads, right, right, right. <coughs> Google has started putting images of lawyers in there. <coughs> obviously, excuse me, in product searches, you see products, but in the pack, you'll see carousels associated with yeah. each business. In the organic results, Google will show up to five images in the mobile results for a for organic page. 
And then they have a whole range of new search units that are strictly visually based. Order food, search by photo, and it doesn't need to be in a visual industry. It could be in pest control, could be yeah. in plumbing. Yeah. Obviously, in purchase-driven industries like jewelry, it's obvious, but it's showing up everywhere in all of those elements, ads, local pack, organic results, new search units, and virtually every one of those has become image-laden. So going back to the ancient ages of the internet, you know, people would sometimes even turn images off because of bandwidth issues and things. And so we, we all got very into producing, you know, alt attributes, you know, describing what the picture actually was and that that was a help. Certainly it was a help to visually impaired, but it was also a, certainly a help to Google to maybe know what that picture is about. What can search engines know about images now? I mean, how is, how has that changed? So it's the most exciting part of search these days is Google's incredible understanding driven by AI and machine learning of everything in the image. They understand the objects in the image. They understand the entities in the images. They understand the color patterns. They understand whether they're suggestive or unsafe in a yeah, yeah. social sense. They even understand clothing styles. So not only do they understand color and color patterns, they can read and understand logos. They can read text and convert the text image to a text understanding. So they literally understand all aspects of an image, whether you have an alt tag or whether you don't. And this is to me the most amazing thing because they are using that extensively to match images to searcher intent in the search results. So they will actually show you images based, the, the search results will change based on your query the images will reflect closer to your query than. So one of the knocks I've heard on this a little bit, of course, you know, business owners like to complain because they think Google's there to serve them uh, is that, you know, if I search for a product, it will also say, eh, here's some things like that, that you could buy. Or if you like that, you're certainly telling us your style is this. And so here's some competitors products that you can buy. Again, you know, what do you say to the business owner that says, I don't like that because they're showing my competitors. I've done a great job, you know, of optimizing and showing up in search. And now Google's going out and showing my competitors. Well, Google is as Google does. Right, and right. They're big and you're little. The reality <laughs> is that more people see you on Google search than see you almost any place else in the world. And the other reality is that more people convert to your business from Google search directly from Google search than from your website or anyplace else. In a number of studies that I've done, Joy Hawkins has done at Sterling Sky, anywhere from 75 to 85% of local conversions are happening right on Google. In other words, people are clicking the call, right, click the call right. driving directions right then and there and not coming to your website. So you can either accept that reality or ignore that reality. Obviously, ignoring 75% of your conversions, we're not talking about visibility here, we're talking about conversions, it is a mistake. And if they're going to give you the conversions, particularly if they're going to give them to you for free, I think you need to maximize it. To do that, you need to understand that this is where you're going to be seen the most. Yeah. And not only do you have to optimize your listing, you have to optimize every image and everything you do there so that when you are compared to these other places, you look both, you look visually better and reputationally better so that people choose you. 
Would you say, so let's say a typical blog post, would you say that the visual element of that blog post is now sending a signal that's going to be a ranking signal to search engines, even if it's just vaguely about what the post is about? Or are you saying that we should be picking a, uh, images that we can optimize and that would clearly like enhance, you know, the search component, you know, rather than just the visual component? So the latter, it's not clear in organic that images are ranking factors, but Google understands the content of images and it will increase your click-throughs if Google includes an image in right. your organic results. So you get direct benefit from it. In local, we have hard concrete evidence of conversion increases anywhere from 15 to 90% upticks in conversions and there's some research out of Patient Pop where they saw a 15% increase by switching both their Google Local and their website from stock images to professional images. They actually saw about a 15% improvement in appointments at the participating practices. So big numbers of improvement. And it comes from sort of everything. It's not just the blog post. It's the yeah. blog post plus the website plus local i think yeah. so i don't think you can focus on any one of those but if you're going to if your search result has images and your competitors doesn't have images then you're going to get more clicks regardless yeah and i think that's a great point because i think we get so obsessed with you know ranking <laughs> but that that you know if there were five five competitors on page one and just as you said maybe i'm in the three position but I have an image that's very attractive. You know, I'm going <clears> to, <throat> not only am I going to get more click-throughs, I'm probably going to improve my my search results, aren't I? And you're going to improve your conversions, which, yeah, which is ultimately what we're after. What it's it? all yeah. about, right? I mean, interesting research out of Airbnb 2017, hmm. where they deconstructed photographs and under, to understand the elements of them and then analyzed when they followed these sort of rules of photography with professional photographer photographs that followed the rule of thirds and good lighting yeah. and balanced imagery they saw rental units increase sales on average by twenty eight hundred dollars annually i mean yeah. we're talking big bottom line numbers from having better images nothing else changed the images changed and dollar values of the listing went up yeah i actually saw at some point they were actually offering photographers, you know, local right. photographers to go out and shoot your place for, because they knew how much value that had because people were doing a really, you know, you'd see some really bad photos. And so, yeah, makes a ton of sense. And now let's hear from a sponsor. You know, everybody's online today, but here's the question. Are they finding your website? You can grab the online spotlight and your customer's attention with SEMrush. From content and SEO to ads and social media, SEMrush is your one-stop Shop for online marketing. Build, manage, and measure campaigns across all channels faster and easier. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? To get seen? Get SEMrush. Visit SEMrush.com. That's S-E-M-Rush.com slash go. And you can try it for seven days for free. Is there a relationship between image search or visual search and voice and text? Well, the underlying technology of all of them are entities, real-world things that Google is building graphs around, people, places, items, that Google is understanding more about them and the relationships between them, 
So at the highest level, they understand your brand and then they understand what your business does and they understand the products. Those are all entities. And all search is becoming entity search as opposed to it used to be keyword driven. Now it's sort of conceptually driven by the knowledge graph. And this is true whether it's text search or visual search or audio search. All the underlying technology in all of them is the knowledge graph with the interlinkings between the various elements. So they're all function largely the same, but Google just delivers them in a different format. This is a really big question that you maybe can zero in on because you could go all over. You know, what's the role of AI in all of this? So it's critical. Google has, I don't know if you go, if you remember back to Google Plus, let me give you some history here. (laughs) Google introduced Google Photos as part of Google Plus. And it was a very groundbreaking product that when Google Plus was going down, Google Photos was spun off into its own thing. And I think it was 2015 when it first came out, I was using it and it was clear at the time that they were understanding everything in the images with no labeling. Yeah. And they understood location and all these other things about it. Now, since that time, they've gotten 4 trillion images uploaded. They get 28 billion a week uploaded. They have scraped almost every image on the internet. They've gotten businesses to upload every image about products, about the place. So Google has trillions and trillions of images to which they've used to train large, these large data sets to train their understanding. And they, they have created one of the best understandings of images. Now, AI still has its limits and Certainly AI can be stupid sometimes in a non-human way and make mistakes. So in that sense, it's really important that when you take a photograph these days, that it appeals to a human, but that it is also understandable by the AI in the machine. You've got to test it. You've got to know that the picture of the dentist, Google, not only does the consumer think it looks good about the dentist, but that Google as a machine understands it as well. So, so that leads me to the point, you know, we, we've, a lot of people have been using AI to now test what's the best subject line, you know, that I should send, right? So are you suggesting that somebody could take three pictures that they are thinking about using for something and use a tool that would say, this is actually the best picture from a Google understanding or from a optimization standpoint? Yes, I am saying that. The tool you want to use is Google's <clears throat> Cloud Vision AI. It was, used to be free. Now they've put it behind a paywall, but the company you mentioned at the beginning, they've actually just recently switched their website to aircam.ai, although the other one redirects, has has recreated Google's tool on their website. So if you go there, aircam.ai forward slash Google dash vision, I think, but you'll find it on the main page. Click on that, drop the three images in and see what Google understands the images as. And if it's a great tiebreaker, because if Google understands one better than the other, in fact, this happened in a real shoot. We were in a dentist's office and we took a couple pictures of the dentist with their, they actually had their secretary in the chair, but, and one Google thought was about medical equipment because the hand uh-huh. with the medical glove was in front of the, just sort of low in the image. And Google mistook that as the intent of the image. Whereas the one where the hand was hidden, Google saw it as a dental image, even uh-huh. though to, to human, both looked equally good. And the data Dangerous, from yes. 
Okay, so the data from that exercise or that search, would, how else would you use that? Would you put that as the alt tag? Would you use that somehow else? Well, it, I mean, alt tags are value, still valuable, but the reason right. has returned to the original reason, which is to help people who have poor sight understand the content of an Correct. image. Yeah. Google, I think, gave up on alt tags long ago. They realized that most businesses aren't going to use them. I was trying to understand what why google was including images in the mobile search results so i picked 50 search results that had images went and looked at the images on the website and literally only one of them had an alt tag and google had still grabbed all these images okay. and put it in the into the search results now i think the so, alt tag helps google confirm i don't but they're yeah. not using it as a primary thing and more yeah. importantly it helps your user understand the right image. so right. i think alt tags are still important just not to inform google Tell me where augmented reality is with images. So, I don't know how long ago, 10 years ago, do you remember Yelp came out with that Periscope thing, I think it was called, right. and you could point your phone, the app down a street, and it would right. augment what you were looking at. Where is that in this conversation, or does it even have a place anymore? Well, it does have a Well, it doesn't have a place today from small business marketing for the most part. Now, there is an aspect of, visual search. Visual search has a very specific meaning. What we've been yeah, talking yeah. about up to this time is visual SERPs. In other words, SERP results, yeah. search yeah. results that are massively filled with images, but where people still input in text. Visual search as a technical term refers to somebody dropping an image into the search and searching on the image. That's visual yeah. search. So Google Lens has now implemented a combined search where you can take a picture of an object, add a text modifier, and then it will return results to you. So that's visual search. Now, the role of AI AR in this has been very slow to develop because the tools to see the AR have been slow to develop. The most sophisticated tools right now are from Niantic, and Apple, those were the two leaders. And Apple has been very slow and methodical in building the underlying technology into the phones, and but has been much slower at releasing a device that focuses on it. But you're yeah. starting to see it come up in very, like Amazon uses it to allow you to position furniture in your room, oh, right, right, those right, right. types of things where you're seeing objects placed over real yeah. world. And Apple's announcement around iOS 16 is going to dramatically accelerate that. So right now, it's not quite ready for a small business to worry about it from a marketing point of view. Um, but I think there, there will be use cases. Now, video, on the other hand, short video, particularly 30 seconds and shorter, Google is under parsing those the same way mm -hmm. they parse images understanding all the elements in the video, the hmm. breakpoints, the topics, what people are talking about, they're transcribing them in real time. I think video is probably on the cusp of breakthrough, has broken through in TikTok, but I think it will break through on Google very shortly. I think 30, 30 second and shorter videos have a huge role in small business marketing. And I think it's eminently doable with the technology that's available. And I think Google will reward it much the same way it's rewarding images with increased conversions, increased visibility, more phone calls. And those videos 
need to be on YouTube or in, in natively embedded on your site is fine? I, you know, I don't know where you're going to get the best conversion, but I would yeah. do your site plus Google My Business plus YouTube. I would do them all three places. And I probably would do them, I'd do them on YouTube, use YouTube to embed it on your site, and then upload it to Google My Business as well. And I think I would give you the maximum. Just the Google My Business, or I guess we need to say Google Business Profile. We do um, need to say <laughs> Google Business Profile. Which... Google Business Pro. I had actually somebody asked me if I could help optimize their Google Places page. So I was like, wow, right. that really hasn't been updated for a while, has it? So, so you're saying, though, that to, to put those videos in posts on, on your Google Business Profile? Into posts and into your photo area, both. Oh, into the photo And Google will parse them. I was listening to a Google webinar for product experts and what's called the Google product expert where I volunteered out right, small right, businesses yeah. with Google. And they really liked what they called shelfies were pictures of the products in your business on the shelf where Google and the consumer could get a really solid idea of what the place looked like and the range of products you were offering. So I think shelfies are, if they've created a term for it, yeah, they're yeah. clearly focused on it. And I think, the kind of photograph you want. Yeah. Interesting. So in a lot of ways, one of the biggest takeaways for the local business or for the small business is just, you know, do a better job with your images that you're using. And now there are some tools that can tell you if you are doing a good job with it. Well, right. I think you need to think about it semantically. In other words, yeah. you need to think about the range of services you offer or the range of products you offer. And you want multiple high quality images in each of those categories that you can drip to Google over time that Google understands as those categories. Yeah, so yeah. think about your products and services broadly, categorize them, take multiple images in each, check those images against Google's AI. And then we have found that dripping them into GMB, into Google business profile, Google BP, GBP, dripping them a couple a month is going to give you the maximum increase in GBP visibility for whatever reason. We don't know quite how Google's doing this, but it dramatically increases conversions if you do it that way. Awesome. Well, Mike, it is always great to catch up with you. You are always on the cutting edge of the stuff and testing it out and, you know, seeing real world results. So I love getting your insight on things. You want to tell people where they might connect with you if they so desire? Sure. So my primary place of writing right now is nearmedia.co. If you subscribe there, which is you just hit the subscribe button or nearmedia.co forward slash subscribe, we will actually give you a ebook on imagery in Google local to, that will summarize all of these things for you, put them in a more concrete form and help develop a plan for you. So, and on Twitter and Blumenthal, and I have open email. These, I always have open email. Feel free to email me mblumenthal at nearmedia.co. I answer every email. That's awesome. So and I can attest to it. At least you answer mine. Well, so. I didn't answer the last <laughs> two you sent me, but that's because I was already <laughs> setting up my gear. Awesome. Well, Mike, great catching up with you. And hopefully we'll run into you one of these days soon out there on the road. All right. Sounds good. Thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it. Hey, and one final thing before you go, you know how I talk about marketing strategy, strategy before tactics. Well, sometimes it can be hard to understand 
Where are you standing that? What needs to be done with regard to creating a marketing strategy? So we created a free tool for you. It's called the Marketing Strategy Assessment. You can find it at marketingassessment.co, not .com, .co. Check out our free marketing assessment and learn where you are with your strategy today. That's just marketingassessment.co. I'd love to chat with you about the results that you get. 